0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Future Belongs to Creators podcast. I am Haley, and this week, Charlie and I are joined by our one of our favorite creators at ConvertKit. Can I say that, uh, Angel Marie, who is uh, the creator educator at ConvertKit, and there are so many reasons that we wanted to have her on the show today, but she has like the biggest and best heart of like, I think anyone I know. And that is just, that is only one of the reasons, but Charlie and I have been talking quite a bit actually about how important it is for, you know, since we work at ConvertKit, how important it is for people to know that ConvertKit is a company that is run by creators and Angel embodies that probably better than, than anyone. And this last year she has done So many things to include, she spent six months on the road and did that alongside her side hustle, alongside her full-time gig at ConvertKit. And so this conversation is going to be about travel, about side hustles, about her full-time work at ConvertKit, which is probably enough work for like three people doing that all while on the road. And I'm just really excited to share with her. I'm sure many of you guys already know her face uh, if you're watching live, if you're listening. But she's, you know, she's probably the biggest, pu- outside of Nathan, I'd say she's, you know, you're the biggest public figure of ConvertKit. So, and maybe Charlie, maybe Barrett, I don't know. But you're you're up there. You're up there. So welcome, Angel.
1: Yes, for sure. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Charlie. I'm super excited to be here and yeah, just diving into some good conversations. We were literally just... Um, chatting before we broadcasted live here just about traveling and how that journey has been working full-time while having a side hustle. And I realized like just in that conversation, I realized I haven't really openly talked about this yet. And I Hmm. think, I think it's kind of because I'm just getting, um, done with six months of travel and trying to figure stuff out here back in Atlanta and get back into a whole different routine. So it's been crazy. It's been hectic. That's why I'm just super excited to chat all about it. It's gonna be good. Well,
0: let's, let's set the stage by you kind of outside of, well, we, I guess we can start with what you do with ConvertKit, but then kind of continue on. Yeah. Let's list of all the things that you do. Cause I wrote a list and it's a long list. Um, so I was like, why? I didn't know she did that. Oh my gosh. She does that too. So I let's give, give, give the people the list.
1: Yes. Well, this long, never-ending to list. Uh, List I love. (laughs) Yes, that's just... Yeah. So first and foremost, I would say my priority is to run and host webinars to our community. Um, So it could be people that aren't using ConvertKit yet. And then of course, all of our current ConvertKit customers. So running the whole webinar production system that we currently have going frequently, also running a lot of the Uh, creator education, YouTube content, posting certain videos, um, making sure that it's aligning with the company's primary focus um, that month or that quarter. So managing that as well. And we just now started adding on an education lane of courses, which uh, some of you might be aware of. So That is a whole different area in itself that uh, we're still learning to um, make it sustainable. How can we constantly produce all of these different education channels that are?
0: I have to interrupt here really quickly, though, because this is something that one of the things about ConvertKit that I love is that you can just like create a project and do the project. You're like, I think this is a good idea. That's what kind of what happened with creator sessions. That's what what Angel is doing with this course, these courses. But something that's important to note is that she did this while on the road. She created the course while on the road. She self-filmed all of this stuff. So our filmmaker, Henry, who I work with quite a bit on creator sessions, Henry was like, Oh, Angel, she's she's, you know, she she's running the teleprompter. She's doing all the things all alone. And that is like, so as she's like kind of like just like casually breezing through it, yeah. this, casually mentioning how challenging this was. She did this while on the road, like, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's so much work.
1: It, man, it was a lot of work and just a major learning experience because, you know, producing webinars or um, putting on and publishing certain YouTube videos is a whole area in itself. But if you add on, okay, what equipment can I travel with? Okay, Mm -hmm. courses are um, more, or they should be higher quality than the average YouTube video. So it's like putting all of that into play. And I've I've never launched a course. There are some things I'm doing with Converca that I've just never done. So it's been this massive learning experience. And like I even reached out to one of our affiliates who travels full-time. She doesn't have a stationary place. And I reached out to her asking for advice and was watching all these different videos and reading articles on what to do and how to do it. And it was tough, but definitely worthwhile. It was a crazy adrenaline rushing experience to film and produce the whole thing yourself. So, anyone can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. All right. So, that's just convert kit.
2: Yeah, that's just convert kit. But let's talk about the like the travel. You were doing this travel for a very specific reason. We said at the start that, you know, Angel has a big heart. She's probably one of the kindest people that that we know. <laughs> what what was the what sort of things were you doing as as part of this travel for the past 6 months?
1: So, my reason behind it I've always wanted to see the world, right? That's kind of the overarching reason, but just more in depth. I knew that I was going to go about this travel journey with the focus on growth, personal, emotional, and spiritual growth in general. And I'm the kind of person where um, I can get so, as most people, we can get so used to our comfort zone that it becomes hard to step outside of that Mm. so that you can grow in any area of your life. Um, And I found myself getting there where I was so comfortable, everything was set, but I realized that when I'm there in that space, I start not being able to see opportunities to grow. So I was like, okay, what, what can it look like for me to do something I've always wanted to do, which was to be on the road and travel, but also being able to do that successfully where my full-time gig isn't in jeopardy. My side hustle isn't in jeopardy. So it took a, it took a while to figure all that out. But the reason why I was able to be persistent in figuring it out was because I knew my, I was so dedicated to that primary focus of like, spiritual and emotional growth. What can I learn? What can I take away just from stepping outside of my local comfort zone and doing this thing six months, nonstop, literally hopping on a plane every two weeks. So definitely learned a lot. (laughs) And a lot of it was service oriented.
0: So what all, what all, what all did you do?
1: Yep. So I dedicated a lot of time to volunteer on the weekends. Um, So any new place that I went to, I would use a ton of different volunteer nonprofit organizations that would connect people to volunteer opportunities in that area. And uh, actually one of our One of our very own Alicia, she runs one of those volunteer nonprofits and she connected me with a lot of those those things, which was great. So I worked with um, a couple of different nonprofits that had to do with food distribution and providing clothes to homeless, um, working with battered women. Um, And one of my favorites was working at a, a horse therapy Oh, uh, facility, yes. which, <laughs> oh my gosh, you don't know, you
0: don't know how much, how, how much joy that literally just brought me that you said that Yes, continue. <laughs>
1: yeah I I didn't even know that existed like when I saw that volunteer opportunity and I read about I'm like what what is this like that doesn't even but um I ended up having the opportunity to work with them for a couple of weeks and it was amazing like just learning and understanding how animals have this huge part Mm -hmm. to play in uh therapy within humans um and even just apart from that i mean any volunteer opportunity i did i i learned i wanted to kind of put myself in this selfless position i feel like for me i set really high aggressive goals for myself but i am also very committed to Staying humble, and one of the best ways that I can do that within myself is to volunteer and put others first, and just get a feel for their perspective, their stories, and yeah, it's it's been amazing. Even the horses, Angel, that's amazing, especially the horses. Yeah,
0: yeah especially the horses. <laughs> this is where we're talking about, you know, about a uh, Angel having a big a big heart. Yeah, no, I'm I have a problem with buying animals uh, or having animals at kind of inappropriate times, like in college when I was a. Um, you know, a, a Division One athlete, so I had like a bit of a schedule. I may have rescued a horse, and then <laughs> <laughs> I owned a horse in college. You know, but no, it, it, my my brother passed away when I was a senior in high school, and I used him as a, like he was. It was true therapy for me, and so I can't speak enough to the value of the human horse connection or animal connection, even cats,
2: <laughs> which we know Haley's not a fan of. Oh, <laughs> Seb sitting next to me will try not to be offended. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh that's funny. That's funny. Um so tell us tell us more about I'd love to hear more about the balance of like actually being on the road and navigating real work convert kit life you said. Um you're writing an internal post actually for for our team so more people that have the desire to travel while having a full-time gig can do that. But you obviously take that one step further where you're traveling and not just going out there and enjoying your time traveling, experiencing a new place, you're also managing a really prof like not, not profitable, but like actually I don't know the answer to that. So, <laughs> a really like you you have um, important and valuable, yeah, important and valuable side hustle. So talk about managing the the kind of the three of those things.
2: Wait wait, wait. we didn't even cover the side hustle yet. Like let's just do a quick oh yeah, one of, of the that side that hustles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this conversation. so authentic. It's awesome. Yeah. So my side hustle, um, it's called beauty in the making, and it's kind of a mix of both content creation and coaching that has to do with personal and business development. Um, So uh, I take a lot of what I know on the online business front kind of combine this with a a faith-based personal approach and put it together to help guide people um, in sharing their voice and reaching their potential. So I I run a coaching program on that. And um, I'm now starting to build my own nonprofit that uh, really just focuses on local outreaches and uh, missionary work. So that's a whole nother thing in itself. Um, So I'm, I'm at the beginning stages of that. So yeah, I think that it's so interesting because when I wanted to do this at first, I was like, oh, it's going to be like, I'll just figure out where to go. There we go. And it'll be fine. And I think I had that perception because I mean, one of the trends that we see is influencer traveling and just Mm -hmm. go work from anywhere you want. And as beautiful as that may be, that wasn't my case because I still had a full-time job. Like, yes, it was remote, but I still was, you know, had set hours. I still had to deliver specific outcomes, all, yeah. th- all those kind of things. So I really had to be so intentional and mindful on where I went. Was I gonna have a backup for Wi-Fi if the Airbnb I was staying at? Um, if that Wi-Fi crashed, what was the time difference? What were my resources out there? I had to make sure and double check, you know, what was the Wi-Fi speed and was there like a, a co-working facility next to it so I could use that as a backup. So all of these things that I had to be really intentional about because although I was passionate about traveling and I'm passionate about my side hustle, I'm also very passionate about growing in my current role at ConvertKit. And I didn't want to jeopardize any of that, right? So I really had to be intentional and figure out my path of, okay, what does this look like? And I feel like in a way I kind of had to, I had to be a trailblazer in that sense, because I don't personally know anyone who works a full-time gig and traveled, right? If anything, they they have their own business going on and they do that full-time and they get to travel. But for me, it's like, okay, I don't, I don't really know who to go to for guidance in this area. So what does it look like for me to be a trailblazer and to figure it out? And it was tough. It was hard. But because I was intentional and persistent in it and, you know, communicative with my team about it, it just it ended up working really, really well, which was great.
2: What are some of the things that you think made it work well? I think <laughs> being organized,
1: which that's something that on the day to day I Can struggle with. And that's just because when there's so much to do and there's a never ending to do list, it can be tough to uh, stay organized. But I mapped out six months of travel six months before it all started. So Mm -hmm. I was way ahead of the game in figuring out where I'm going, when I'm going, getting the flights. And being so like over the top to the point where these Airbnb hosts were probably annoyed with me, but I would <laughs> well, have you're to... like,
2: show me your speedtest.org or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what I would say. I'd be like, um,
1: can you go to speedtest.net and, you know, just yeah. send a screenshot of what that is. <laughs> and they're probably like, um, please, please just go elsewhere. <laughs> um, but I had to do that. Like I needed to make yeah. sure that I could do this successfully. So I would constantly message them. What's the speed? What's this? And You know, just because they would confirm that it was a high enough speed, I always made sure I had a plan B. And I think that's also what allowed this to work. So, for example, I had a situation, I was visiting Arizona and their Wi-Fi was so good, but it always crashed. Um, So if I didn't have a plan B, then that would look bad on my part, not just for my full time gig, but also the people that expect me to show up on coaching calls in my side hustle. So, you know, when that situation happened, because I planned and was organized in it, I just walked to a co working uh, facility that was literally a 10 minute walk away and used that every day. It's again, it's just that intentionality and planning on like, okay, this is the plan, but if for some reason this does not work, what is your backup so that? all the people that are depending on you to show up for them and deliver specific outcomes, they're not looking at you crazy or they're not looking at you like, mm. ah, I told you this wasn't going to work. And I think I think that's what kept me motivated is I did not want to hear the I told you so. You know, mm. I wanted, I needed it to work for myself and for what I was trying to accomplish just by traveling. And because I had that
2: mindset, it worked. I can totally relate to that for with... Um... So I, don't, I haven't done what you you do, which is like, you know, travel constantly for six months. But something I usually do is go and spend at least a month in New Zealand um, once a year so that I can spend time with my family. I live in Spain for everyone who doesn't know that. So that's like a long journey. That's why I want to spend so long there uh, in the country. But New Zealand time zone versus the US time zone where most of the ConvertKit team is, like that meant that I had to wake up pretty early for meetings, you know, where I would be waking up at like... 4:30 AM for a for a 5 AM meeting, you know, that's really early. But like you, I was like, no, I'm going to make this work. Like, I will wake up on time. I will be there at that meeting because I don't want anyone to say to me, "This isn't working." Like, I feel like maybe you know, you should take vacation time for this instead. I wanted to make it work the remote work travel side of things. Exactly, and
1: that that was my exact same mindset. Especially like you said, Charlie, just uh, specific meetings to show up for, and even. Uh, in my role hosting webinars. We always host Mm -hmm. them at a specific time because that works best for us. And even though I I lead that channel and I can change up certain things, it's not fair for me to change up that time to cater to me and my Mm -hmm. situation, right? So if I choose to travel, if I choose to do this thing, then what does it look like to still, you know, do my job well and show up when I need to? So yeah, and I was prepared. Um, I was going to go to Europe, specifically Germany for a while, but borders are still closed and all that stuff with the pandemic. But I was prepared to host webinars at 8 p.m. Eight o'clock at night, Germany time, because oh, Charlie's on Charlie's <laughs> on meetings at eight p.m. Like yeah, I'm like that sounds normal to
0: me. Yeah, for me, I'm like oh god, eight p.m.
1: <laughs> See, that's how I feel. I, <laughs> that's so funny because I I totally noticed your face, Charlie. Like, I'm like, like yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I do have I ask her consistently though. I'm like, what time did you start
2: work today? Like what time? Just making sure. What time did you start work today? Something else that um that I've struggled with when do, when like doing remote work on the road, I found personally that my side hustles take a backseat. I'm really curious to hear from you how that went. Cause you know, just managing a full-time job and a side hustle is enough in and of itself. But then you add in travel, you're wanting to be there and like actually see the city you're in. for. Can't ask a question about that that we should get to in a bit, but um, yeah. How did your side hustles go when you, while you were on the road? And did you notice a difference between when you were, had a permanent base in Atlanta?
1: Absolutely. I would say that that's the best way to put it is it's about making certain sacrifices if you choose to prioritize something else in the forefront. So Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, when I had a stationary place here in Atlanta, my two primary focuses work-wise was, of course, ConvertKit and my side hustle. I was doing well. I was monetizing it. Everything was going good, upping my content game. But it's like, okay, now I want to switch gears during the season of my life and prioritize traveling. And I would say at first I was like, oh, I can manage ConvertKit and my side hustle and traveling, you know, just being really (laughs) unrealistic, thinking I could just do everything to the max at once. But through actually experiencing it, it's like, oh, okay. because I prioritize this, that means I'm sacrificing something else. And that's not a bad thing. I think it's just being aware and realizing what you can and can't take on in that season. Um, so I I definitely go ahead, Haley. I was gonna say,
0: you know, what's interesting though, as I'm hearing you talk through this and you think about like all the things that you were doing while you were traveling, right? You might not have been creating content for your side hustle. You probably were in some ways, but not ways that you monetized, right? But you are really creating experiences and education for yourself that then you could actually turn into something that was more profitable. So much of your business is about, like you said, creating like an aligning like business and spiritual, you know, and connecting, connecting and, and um marrying those two. And you probably learned a really great deal during that six months that directly applies to your side hustle. So while you're saying, you know, like it kind of took a backseat, maybe some parts of it took a backseat, but it allowed you to excel so much greater in these other areas where you are actually coaching people on that type of stuff. So
1: That was, that was exactly it for me. Like I, at first I remember being really frustrated about that. Um, within my first month, I started to realize I couldn't do as much as I wanted to do in my side hustle in that Mm -hmm. season. And at first I was like, Oh, this is really frustrating. Like, I don't, I don't want to show my audience that, Hey, you're being put on the back burner right now. Like I didn't, I didn't want that. I'm all about people and constantly uh, being selfless, but I realized that I had to be a little selfish in this season because I was looking to grow. And out of that, that growth was going to come something much bigger in what I could teach my audience and what I could bring their way.
0: How ironic though, is it that you're (laughs) saying you were being selfish while you were on like, while you were serving on the weekends, you know, (laughs) just highlighting that, you know, because you might've been so like, this is a good point because we, we grow these audiences, right? And they come to expect things from us, right? And they're, so you might be saying, I'm being selfish in, in protecting my time and my growth, but ultimately you were being selfless, right? Like that's what you were doing. And and so if you look at like the two, like it's ironic, they obviously clash, you know, but ultimately like you were growing and being selfless and serving a community that wasn't even your own community, Right. Which I think is it's amazing because I mean, I have I do have a heart to serve, but I, I want to serve in the community I live in, in my mind. Right. You know, but I wonder how much I would grow and change if I did what you did, where I, I left and I went to serve a group of people that I didn't know or I didn't understand, you know, and what a beautiful thing you, you did there, Angel.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It, it was massive and it was a big, big decision. And uh, like you said, when you leave for a continuous amount of time, you're not with your community. And mm-hmm. when I say community, I'm uh, yeah, I'm talking about your local community and what you do, where you participate in. But I wasn't with any of my friends. I wasn't with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I wasn't with family. Like I was just by myself. And I think when you're by yourself and achieving specific goals without even trying you naturally grow because moments of solitude make you think and they cause you to realize certain things that have been hidden all along. Um, And that could do with any area of your life. So one of those things that I realized was at the end of the day, we can be our worst critic. Like I am my worst critic. And I realized that even though I wasn't doing coaching programs while I was traveling, I was still building my side hustle by prioritizing my own growth as a coach and a leader, but also like doing things on the side where people weren't expecting me to show up when I knew that I couldn't. So for example, I went through an entire website rebrand when I was traveling, because I was able to do that on my own time and (laughs) all this stuff. Like, I went through that and that was really nice. So still trying to pick and choose, okay, it's not that I'm saying, oh, side hustle, eh, I'll come back to you a year from now. But instead being like, okay, I will put this off for a while. I'll put this off for a while. But these couple of things in my side hustle, I'll focus on while I'm mm-hmm. traveling. So it's kind of that that mind game that you have to play with yourself. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't know if it's mind game. It's just being smart about what tasks you're taking on because of the situation you're in. That makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, when I go to New Zealand, I... I try and film videos in advance so that my YouTube channel can still have videos being uploaded while I'm away. And like, maybe I'll spend a bit of time working on, you know, all my side stuff while I'm there, but it'll mostly be like replying to comments, planning things, writing things in some downtime and rather than like the more public facing. Um, exactly. Creating. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Should we tackle Fakan's question about the, the travel and working side of things? I'm really interested in how you handle this angel. Because, you know, we've talked about a lot of stuff that you're doing while you're traveling and while you're in a new city. And Fakam wants to know, how do you enjoy the city while traveling and working?
1: (laughs) Such a great question. And this is definitely something I learned too. So anyone who wants to travel or work full time and work full time simultaneously, I would recommend being in a place for at least one month. I I didn't know that, like there were sometimes some places I was there for a week and then fly somewhere else, sometimes two weeks and I fly somewhere else. But in that moment, I didn't give myself enough time, nearly enough time to explore the city and actually enjoy traveling, even though I was working full time. So I definitely would recommend anywhere you go, whether it be, um, you know, a state away or a country away or maybe it's a 30 hour flight at least do one month there. So you give yourself time in the evenings and on the weekends to to enjoy it. Now, for me, I, I was being very cautious because this is something I've never done before. I was by myself and I'm a woman on top of it. In a and you did it during COVID. Yes, like, and during, I did it during pandemic. a pandemic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which that was, yeah, no, oh, man, that's something of itself to to have to succumb and get used to people's <laughs> restrictions. But yeah, like, it's just very interesting to be in that position and to realize, okay, I want to enjoy traveling. I still work full time. How am I going to dedicate time to both in the right ways? So because I didn't want to go out at night and explore the city after working um, all day, I would maybe take like, an hour break in the early afternoon just to explore locally, like what I was around. And then on the weekends, I would plan, you know, all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday, what am I going to do to explore? So for me, I like a routine of, you know, working remotely, obviously on the weekdays from nine to five, 10 to six, whatever. And with, I was able to keep that consistent and still be able to enjoy the city on the weekends, which, you know, was great. I had all day and I had more free time in that sense. So yeah, I, I would, that's why I recommend being there for at least a month because that gives you three to four full weekends. Um, I can't even do math. What is that? Like eight, at least eight (laughs) full days. (laughs) Go back to elementary school, Angel. Um, Gives you at least eight full days to explore whatever city or country you're at, Um, which for me that worked and it was great. But yeah, it's, it's really just all about, That balance and being mindful. And another piece of advice I could not allow myself to get into a vacation headspace. Mm -hmm. Like any new place I went to, it is so, so easy to be caught up in, like, oh, this is new. I can chill, I can relax, this is vacation. Like it's so easy to do that. And I had to force myself not to, because if I did, I would be taking away focus from a priority thing in my life, which was my full time gig or my side hustle. Mm -hmm. So I had to tell myself, I'm like, okay, Angel, like teach yourself every time you're in a new place. This is exciting. You'll have time to explore. But right now, be grateful that you got here safely and work. So, yeah, I constantly had to teach myself that. And I recommend anyone watching to do that same thing.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a reality, right? And the difference between travel for vacation and remote work travel is it can be hard to break that mindset. And the one month time frame, like when I hear that first, I'm like, wow, that's a long time. But then yeah, you're right. Like if you really want to experience the city, that's the reality uh, is that you're going to be spending a lot of time working. And so you need those weekends. Um, what, when I've traveled, I think the longest Aside from going to New Zealand, which is like seeing family, so it's different. But I spent two weeks in Toronto um, a couple of years ago, and that was fun. But I, I do know that uh, I didn't experience much of the city, right? It was, I had to be content with just seeing a small portion of it and picking the few things that I wanted to make sure I did knowing that the city is going to continue existing and I can come back at a later time and and see more and, you know, just being okay with that rather than having the mindset of trying to fit everything in and, you know, stressing out on top of work. Yes.
1: I feel like that's such a good point. And in, in that process, when you're taking on a multitude of things, it's like, you really have to learn to give yourself grace and to like, Not not say um, negative things about yourself or the certain things that you're deciding to do. So, yeah, I had that same situation, Charlie. I was in Arizona. I wanted to do all these things. My flight was literally the next day and I was like, I'm going to do everything on this one day. And it just it wasn't really working. And at first I was like, man, like I really wanted to get all of this done. I wanted to explore all these different places. But when you really think about it, like you said, the place will always be there. That place isn't going anywhere. And it's okay to give yourself grace and be like, you know what? I've been able to go here and visit here. And even though I didn't visit this other place, that's okay. Because I can always come back. You know, what's
0: funny is in my mind, I'm listening to to both of uh, of you talk <laughs> about remote travel. And all I'm thinking about is, huh, could I do this with three children? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> like that's, I'm just like. Like, where would, I'm like, what I would do if I was alone? Like, what would I do if I was, could travel alone? And, and actually every time I work travel, I always would add an additional day. The last time I was in Atlanta, I went to, I love plants, you know, indoor, outdoor plants. I went to the botanical gardens and it was like, it just brought me, walking around the botanical gardens brought me so much joy being alone, (laughs) being alone. But I see these families, you know, that, that, that travel, like they obviously do this in in our industry, our space, you know, so they're like family bloggers who travel and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, right.
1: (laughs) I cannot see myself doing that. Like maybe if I do a family trip for a little while, okay, cool. But consistently, like I, I have so much respect for... Uh, there's a couple of creators that I know that are complete minimalists, and they just have their kids in an RV and they just go everywhere. There's no stationary place, and I, I have so much respect for that. But that is a lifestyle on an entirely different caliber that I don't even know I, could, yeah. I could do. So I feel you on that. Yeah, I have a friend right now who's in Boston. Uh, she
0: drove from from Boise, where we live, in a in a van, and she's currently in Boston, and she's got you know three young kids. And hats off to you, friend. Hats off to you, because driving two hours to our family's cabin, like up north, I'm just like, nope.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> That's the yeah. extent of your work travel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <With the kids. laughs> that,
0: This is true. But I, I am incredibly blessed. It's like a resort, you know, so we obviously get to go and I can I can remote work. But that, I will tell you what, Angel, when I, as I was listening to you talk, I was like, every time we go to the cabin, the, my husband and I, the constant conversation is, I was like, we always go during the work week, you know? <laughs> And you're out on the boat doing fun things. And I'm like stuck in the cabin (laughs) working. Uh, And it is, it took me actually, like, it was a pretty good adjustment trying to like realize I'm not on vacation. I'm working, you know, I need to like, I can sit outside on the patio and work, but I'm still working and have to make sure that I, you know whatever. That's just the season of life I'm in right now, friends.
2: Eventually, maybe someday. You can go on the weekend and she will be off. Yeah. (laughs) What about now, Angel? So you're back in Atlanta now. um, And this first like six months of always traveling is is over. What are you going to do going forward?
1: Yeah. um, So I am really just looking forward to getting a stationary place again. I think that would be something that anyone misses is just, you know, that consistent home, that consistent community. And I'm looking forward to getting back into that for sure. And really prioritizing my side hustle, um, especially the coaching programs and things that I haven't been able to build out or create since traveling. So really going to focus in on that. <laughs> Depending on your role. Uh, so my role, I it, it's a lot of production. It's a lot of YouTube videos and camera lights, all this stuff. And I had to figure out how to minimize that to fit in this giant backpack while traveling. So I cannot imagine that. I, being that I rely on so much (laughs) of that same stuff, I
0: cannot imagine trying to do my role traveling. So just like if I had a hat, I would take it off to you. I, that's just amazing.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. it, It took some time to figure out but I remember the first thing I did, I went on Amazon and I got this like multi-purpose giant backpack that could fit camera equipment and two different uh, MacBooks and all this other stuff. When I tell you, I'm sure my back is broken at this point because <laughs> so much stuff to carry, so much stuff to carry. Um, but worth it, you know, worth it. If you want to travel, just be prepared to break your back. No, I'm just kidding. was <laughs> um, the moral of this episode. There we right, go. Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, just so much stuff. I I think I'm just really excited um, to have that uh, set up again and to level up professionally. Like right now, I feel like all I know is travel equipment. What does it look like to level up in my quality and audio Mm. um, in everything that I want to produce or put on, whether it be with ConvertKit or my side hustle? So I'm I'm just excited to learn and develop in that area and uh, just to kind of bring back the focus on my side hustle while continuing to grow professionally. So I don't I don't think I will and who knows because you never know, but I don't think that I will do continuous amounts of travel again so right now or just recently it was six full months on the go non-stop now I'm going to get a stationary place focus on those things and probably just travel every other month to different places just to kind of bring back that uh, balance I'm so used to after you know being on that awesome journey
2: yeah that sounds like a good mix of you being able to have that home base and work on the things that are important to you but also get this other need which is the travel and exploring places
1: yes exactly
2: yeah
0: this has been such a fun episode, Angel. I really, um, I swear every time we talk, I just can't believe your age. You know, I, I just, I think you're just one of, you're so wise. You're like well beyond your years from a career's per, like a career perspective in my, in my opinion. Same. I just think you organize, organize your time and you're just, you just bring a lot of life um, to our company. And I'm so grateful that you're, you're part of our team. And um, I've loved this conversation. It's been so fun.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun to be on here. Like I, when you had messaged me uh, to be on here, I was like, have I ever been on the Future
2: Belongs to Creators podcast? And I'm like, this whole time I have it? Okay, it's time. So I'm glad.
1: I'm glad we can do this.
2: And I'm sure we'll have you back many a time in the future as well.
1: Yes, (laughs) I'm excited. Great topics ahead.
0: Yeah, very fun. Well, friends, usually I make some awkward sign off and I'll (laughs) just stick to that. I think, I think time's (laughs) up. (laughs) Uh, we will see you next week. Oh, wait, actually, Charlie, um, did we have somebody that we wanted to feature from the community?
2: Yeah, we wanted to give a quick shout out to Nathan Lowell. I think that's how I'm saying your name right. Has been just such a great contributor to the ConvertKit community for the past six months, apparently. That's a long time to be like giving into a community, you know? That is. He's a writer with multiple degrees and is just always yeah making great posts in the community. And contributing lots to others and making them feel heard and and encouraging them as well. So thank you, Nathan, for for everything that you do for the ConvertKit community.
0: Thanks, friends. And we'll see you guys next week. Uh, It'll be back with uh, myself, Charlie, and our regular host, Miguel. See you then.
2: Thanks for listening to this episode of The Future Belongs to Creators. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe so that new episodes appear in your podcast feed every week. And while you're at it, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. If you want to join us live for the next recording, you'll find us on ConvertKit's YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash ConvertKit every Wednesday at 1230 Eastern. This show, like everything we do at ConvertKit, is made for creators by creators. We're on a mission to help creators like you earn a living online, and we make software that helps you build and connect with an audience of loyal fans. ConvertKit is the best way to launch or grow your next creative project. So to start building your audience, go to convertkit.com slash free and create a free account. We're looking forward to helping you on your creator journey.